Hey, Brandon Rees is with us, the Deputy Director of Corporations Capital Markets for AFL-CIO. And Brandon, I saw the article that said you'd have to work five lifetimes to earn your CEO's salary. And I thought, oh, man, is it that bad? Is that where we are today? Well, thank you, Lisa. It's a a delight to be on your show. And yes, it is quite astounding to think about. Uh, In 2022, the CEOs of S&P 500 index companies received on average $16.7 million in total compensation. Uh, That's a $5 million increase over the past decade, averaging about a half a million dollars uh, pay increase each year. And as you point out, uh, yes, it would take uh, a, a typical worker um, over five career lifetimes to earn what these CEOs made just last year, one, one year alone. Okay, so when my parents were working, there was a chance that the CEO they were working for might have lived maybe a mile or two away. Now, they, now they're in an area that is probably gated and we can't even get to if they don't get on a plane and go somewhere else or one of their summer homes or something. How bad has it gotten in the past 40 years? Yeah, so last year, the average S&P 500 CEO made 272 times what their median employee uh, made. And uh, that is uh, a dramatic increase uh, compared to previous decades. If you go back to, um, you know, the post-World War II era, all the way up to the 1980s, uh, you would see CEO to worker pay ratios, you know, 20 times, 30 times, uh, up to 40 times. Uh, but in, in recent decades, we've had this explosion in economic inequality uh, between what CEOs are taking in uh, and what, uh, what uh, working people are asked to get by on. Uh, last year, real hourly wages actually fell uh, 1.6% after inflation. Uh, this income inequality reflects a, a real imbalance in our economy that is, uh, and CEO pay is exacerbating that economic inequality. And, and now when it comes to economic inequality, they're saying that artificial intelligence, AI, is going to make that crevice even wider. Yeah, so if you visit our Executive Paywatch website at paywatch.org, uh, we have looked at uh, what the highest paid CEOs, the CEOs in the $100 million club from, uh, from 2022, uh, are doing to implement artificial intelligence. Uh, and, uh, you know, we have a, a choice in how this new technology will be used. It has the power to make working people more productive in our jobs, but it can also be used in ways that undermine the quality of our jobs and even eliminate them altogether. Uh, and so um, what was quite astounding is, is just how many of these companies, and it's not just, uh, you know, large tech companies like Google or Oracle, uh, but it's, you know, rental car companies like Hertz. Uh, it's private equity uh, firms uh, like Blackstone uh, that, are, uh, that are rushing to implement artificial intelligence. And, this is an issue that has really come to a head uh, right now in Hollywood with the the writers and uh, and and performers strike that is going on right now. Uh, those workers are striking uh, over having a voice in how artificial technology will be used. So imagine uh, actors being replaced by synthetic performances uh, that are generated through artificial intelligence, or scripts for the shows that we love uh, being created not by humans. 
but by artificial intelligence. And so this is why it's so important that working people have a voice in how this new technology is being used, because otherwise it's going to be used to exacerbate inequality and to drive up CEO pay. Yeah, exactly. And that's not going to change, right? We never go backwards. We never go back to the way it was. Is it going to get worse? Or do you think we're still going to have to work five lifetimes in order to make as much money as our CEO? (laughs) Well, I I certainly hope that it doesn't continue to to get worse and that uh, we will have a a return to uh, an economy that provides broad-based prosperity for all working people. Uh, I believe the best way to do that is uh, is by by us as working people exercising our freedom uh, to come together and form unions to negotiate uh, for fair wages and benefits, as well as a voice in how uh, these new technologies are being introduced into the workplace and, and making sure that that we as working people have a voice to ensure that that uh, artificial intelligence uh, is used in ways that creates broad-based prosperity uh, and uh, and empowers workers as opposed to empowering CEOs and giving them more control over working people uh, in the workplace. Okay, I got to let you go, but one last question. Top brass at the AFL-CIO, they're not ma- are they making five times as much as the average union person? <laughs> well, <laughs> the, the AFL-CIO's uh, president uh, only makes uh, uh, two and a half times the average uh, AFL-CIO's employee pay. Uh, and uh, no, there's really there's really no comparison when you look at uh, at inequality within workplaces and uh, and uh, um, between between uh, rank and file workers and the CEO. And these pay ratios matter. Uh, a high pay ratio is a signal uh, that uh, the company has a winner take all philosophy that the CEO is going to reap the lion's share of compensation. Uh, whereas companies that have lower pay ratios are those that are more likely to invest in their employees, in their workforce, uh, to, uh, to uh, uh, encourage you know, all, all employees to contribute to the success of the organization. And so that's what we're trying to change here, uh, that, uh, that you know, CEOs are not superstars, that, uh, that this, they're solely responsible for the performance of their companies. Uh, it's the entire organization that contributes. And the rewards uh, of those contributions should be should be shared broadly. Absolutely. That is Brandon Reese, Deputy Director of Corporations and Capital Markets for the AFL-CIO. Newsroom temperature check next, but first a check on weather and traffic with Mary Vandeveld.